Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And I practice it. If I'm at the sink, I'm putting a cup in the sink. I'm walking down the stairs. I'm walking up the stairs. I am in that moment conscious of... My hand is on the railing. Gee, one foot is in front of the other. Wow, my legs are moving every day. This has happened for all the years of my life. I can't believe my body's still functioning this way. Isn't this great? Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And you guys all know by now the monumental Ugh. event that happened this week in okay. the Goop so, world. So I, first of all, I'm speechless. Um, this was so much better than anything I could possibly have imagined. Of course, we're talking about the Goop podcast. The Goop podcast, our fiercest competitor, and which we're no competition because for many reasons, but... They have Oprah. Yeah, they got Oprah. Their first guest is Oprah. Oprah talked to Gwyneth for a long time. And we all got to listen to it. Yeah. Our only guest is my dog, who I think you may have just heard cough. The Oprah of sick dogs. He's the Oprah of dogs. Yeah. Um, So, okay. First of all, I'll just get tell you right now, that was my best. Well, of course. I I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, okay, I was like skeptical about the podcast. I have been dreading its release. Like I haven't wanted to do a podcast. Like I don't, I didn't want them to do a podcast. I still don't know if like the podcast will be good going forward. This is a high bar to clear going I mean, forward. You could like, it didn't need to be a goop podcast. Like it could just be like, get Oprah to talk for an hour and it's going to be really riveting. Yeah, they didn't talk about goop hardly at all. But they did talk about Gwyneth. They did talk about Gwyneth, but they mostly talked about Oprah. They did mostly talk about Oprah, which was cool because Oprah, you know, you don't get to hear Oprah interviewed very often. Yeah, she doesn't do interviews. She doesn't, especially not like long form interviews like this. Like she was obviously trying to plug her new movie, A Wrinkle in Time. And I think that's, you know, why she did it. And that's, I'm sure, 100% why the Goop podcast is dropping this week is because Oprah wanted to do it this week. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, But like I have 
less strong feelings towards Oprah. Aggie, you're you're like an Oprah head from way back. So I mean, I I like. I Oprah. mean, you got me to read her uh, unauthorized, unauthorized biography, biography by Kitty Kelly, which I recommend everyone read. It's fascinating. It is a great read. Of course, please nobody tell Oprah that I read it. Oprah <laughs> called it a so-called biography. She hates Kitty Kelly. She's always hated Kelly. She Kitty ruined Kelly. Kitty Kelly's career. Kitty Kelly hasn't really released a book since then, right? No, she hasn't. Yeah. But Oprah's always hated her because uh, she wrote a book about Oprah's family by which she means Maria Shriver. Oh, cause Oprah thinks she's a Kennedy. She thinks that she's like related to Maria Shriver. Weird. So, I mean, Oprah's psychology, like Gwyneth is, has sort of a fascinating psychology, but Oprah's psychology is a insane. Puzzle. It's so insane. I'm constantly thinking about it. She, I mean, I've never, she is so sure of herself. She yes. was so close to basic, to actually saying, I am a god. Like she, you know, she thinks she's, it, and she. Well, she thinks of herself as being like the new Maya Angelou, and Maya Angelou was a god, and now she's a Maya Angelou. Not in like her career, but in like her, um, like presence, like yeah. her state of being. Like Maya Angelou was like. She what did she she used to say like she, that was like her mother sister. Well, friend. she was she was saying yeah, Maya Angelou took a mother role because her her actual biological mother was not equipped to raise Oprah or especially after Oprah became successful. I just don't think that they had a lot in common. No. And so... And uh, no one knows very much about Oprah's parents. No, I, I think that they were just sort of ordinary people who... She was raised by her father, her mother. I don't know. Yeah. Her mother she was had a like messy childhood and I think her mother did have like drug problems and stuff. I don't know. But again, this is all coming from Oprah. And, and I don't, Kitty Kelly. And Kitty Kelly. That's true. So it's, yeah... Uh, um, but yeah, but like, so she really worshiped Maya Angelou and now has sort of said that she's taking on that role with Ava DuVernay Yes, and like, she also feels like her character in Wrinkle in Time is really similar to Maya Angelou. So I feel like now that she's like going into maybe like later middle age, she's kind of seeing herself as that, which she sees as being like more than human. More I than human. Yeah, definitely like, uh, yeah, like a, a, a god. I don't, I mean, especially she's comparing herself to this character in Wrinkle in Time who is immortal. Yeah. And uh, I guess she thought of Maya Angelou that way. Well, she um, said she still talks to her. Yeah. Like she'll say, like whenever she's stressed out or something, she'll be like, Maya, I need you today, which I can relate to because I will, I mean, I won't say things out loud, but I will still like, mentally check in with my grandma sure who died yeah like even though but i won't be like marianne i need you right now i won't like say that in the morning maybe i should maybe if i did i'd be in a bathtub overlooking the ocean (laughs) in montecito is that where she lives yeah she lives in montecito i mean she lives everywhere but i think that's her main Mm -hmm. residence but yeah it is like she really does believe in sort of manifesting your uh, like your destiny and like what you want out of life and visualizing it. But it was also interesting. She said like, she didn't say you can't want things too much, but she was like, you sort of have to let stuff go before they. Yeah. Which appear, is true. Which I, I totally think is true. Yeah. Oprah. Okay. Look, Oprah has changed my life. And especially in like the early 2010, like 2008 to 2011, I would say were my prime Oprah years. Um, when I really got into it, that was when I did like, she did this thing where you could send away and you could do a, 
you could get a journal, like a leather bound journal for okay. like your progress. I can't remember hmm. what it was and I did it and I got one and I would like really write like about myself and like process about my life, like in the way <laughs> that good. Oprah told me I had to. And I feel like all of her ideas about like, okay, this is the truth about me. I think the secret works. Okay. Which is like an Oprah thing. Yeah. I don't think it works in the way that the secret people will tell you that it works. But I think that if you like visualize things that you want and like think about things that you want, you'll like achieve it. Absolutely. Um, and I feel like Oprah, I get what she's saying about like wanting things and then letting them go where it's like you have to have just like a focus and like a drive towards the things that you want and towards like the path that you want to go down. But you can't be like so covetous and like obsessive about about things you can't be yeah. like forcing things to happen you have that, to i think that nervous energy will rub off on people and people will get a little turned off from you if you if you're outwardly uh like desperate for things well yeah and like you're not going to achieve it if you're so focused on like one well, yeah. like goal or like one result it's more like just knowing yourself i think like okay i know that i want to like buy a harley davidson like you can't just always be screaming about buying a Harley Davidson. <laughs> you have to like be like, I'm the type of person who wants a Harley yeah. Davidson and be like, this is me. And then and you, you and then you like manifest that life. That's the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you end up buying like a leather jacket, a weird bandana, and you're a right. Harley and then Davidson. All of a sudden person. you're a Harley Davidson person. Um and Oprah, like that is Oprah's life. She, you know, she knew she wanted to be famous and she knew she wanted to have a lot of influence and, and stuff. But she, you know, she started out as a, like a journalist, a reporter, and then she, you know, became a talk show host and an actress. And she sort of, she, there was not one very specific thing. She sort of did a lot of things and then sort of settled on this guru role, which she is, you know, the most successful of her generation at least. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, she sort of, I think she just like wanted to be on TV. Yeah. I, I think don't originally. think she ever really considered herself to be like a journalist. No, that she was, I mean, like, that was sort of the easiest way. Cause she was like in Baltimore. She was on the news. Yeah. And she, she was like a Katie Couric one, like yeah. coming up that way. Yeah. Um, but then she ended up being like on a talk show instead of, but like, she was always like the personality. Like she was never like, the hard-nosed journalist or yeah. whatever she yeah i think she like, she had to report on stories when she got when she started but i yeah that her yeah. her heart was never in like being an investigative journalist at all no yeah, although she i'd be, love yeah. to see oprah the investigative journalist <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um it was she would just make it all about her and that's the thing with her is like she does she makes it all about her and yet it doesn't seem ob obnoxious in the way of like a classic narcissist it it is like this benevolent narcissism it's like she invented a new kind of narcissism yeah. and perfected it it's it's so fascinating and gwyneth is obviously trying to follow in her footsteps of that but failing because gwyneth is like a, just a regular narcissist yeah well and also gwyneth like gwyneth grew up very privileged and very beautiful and very white yeah and oprah did not and so i think that there is just like a different perspective like gwyneth could only ever be a typical Oh, not, I, I don't want to take anything away from Gwyneth because I do think obviously Gwyneth is like smart and a good businesswoman, but like she's always going to be that, that classic Hollywood narcissist, whereas well, Oprah's a different breed. I mean, they got into it with Gwyneth in this interview. Like, because Gwyneth, I mean, Oprah managed to like turn the tables and really get a lot out of Gwyneth when she talked about Harvey. Yeah. Oh my God, that was so good. Because that's the thing, like Oprah, I mean, she did this long interview, but she really obviously does not like 
she likes to talk about her painful experiences on her terms, but I don't think she can really open up even to someone like Gwyneth. Yeah. And so she turns the tables. I think she likes to tell a story and she likes to have an answer, but she doesn't want to like really be questioned about things. She wants to like, this is an, this is an excuse for me to, um, tell you this story to, to, to make this point that I want to make. Um, she, she doesn't really need someone asking her questions when she's like speaking. She could just do it on her own. Yeah. She didn't need Gwyneth there. Um, and you know, Gwyneth like did a good job of asking questions when she could. She did an okay job. Yeah. I mean, better than I, like I would have been so intimidated. If I would have just scream cried and (laughs) died. I could, I mean, I can't imagine seeing Oprah. I never want to even see Oprah in person, much less meet her. And I'm very scared of her. I mean, she is, yeah, she's so powerful. Uh, and, and she she ruins people's lives that that cross her and she, good for her. Yeah, and even <laughs> if she doesn't like ruin your life, she'll just like tell you what you did was wrong and turn her back on you mm. and your life is just ruined because that happened. Yeah. She doesn't even I mean she's not doing anything. She's just like I'm done and uh, it's yeah. like you realize that she was holding all the strings. Yeah. And your world has crumbled. I mean that's how everyone should react if if someone fucks with you. Just like turn your back and just have the power. When someone tells you who they are, believe them. Wow. Does that what Oprah said? I think Maya Angelou said it. You know, here's a hot take. Please. I don't think Maya Angelou's a very good poet. No, no, no. She's not. She wrote this poem when Oprah went off the air that was uh, not good. No, I don't really think she's a very good poet either. (laughs) I I mean, not that I'm a big poet person. I don't really read poems. You know, I like a good Poe. I don't know. Who do I like? Longfellow? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm not a poem. Per- I'm not a poet. But hers are especially bad. They're just, yeah, they're not. And also, she didn't even come up with the phrase, I know why the caged bird sings. Like, she, that's like an old phrase from an old, an- another poem or something. But it's from another poem? Yeah, or like a story. Like, she, like, that's like a, fa- like, it was famous before she wrote that book. She just took that line. Oh, she's just like, I else. like this. I like that line. And then she, like, cr- but, like, she didn't even write that originally. That's crazy. Because I was like, well, that is really powerful. And yeah, like, but no, lovely. that's not hers. Anyway, well, Oprah likes her, but I'm sure she has that, like, if you met her, she would have that presence that we know Oprah to have, too. Like, I think the fact that she must have had something because that Oprah would have been so, uh, like, fascinated by her and, like, indebted to her. Because Oprah doesn't suffer fools, even if she has maybe questionable taste. She absolutely suffers fools. (laughs) Oprah's entire career has been surrounding herself with fools. Fool after fool. Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil. I mean, Dr. Phil, that is something else. Ayanla Vizant. She's not a fool. Is she not? She seems a little... Well, I I don't know. She she was like the first one who really fucked up with Oprah. And I don't know. I mean, Dr. Phil is truly a horrible person. But, is he? Yeah, because he was feeding, he on his talk show, he and his producers were feeding his addict guests drugs on set. <gasps> no yeah. way. Oh my God. Yeah. What a no, he's a total monster. Wait, he, he was giving them drugs? Yeah, he and his producers were like giving them giving them drugs. Why? Uh, so they would act crazier. It was better television. Wow. Um, and he, he started in Oprah's orbit because when she got sued by like the beef council because oh, she's God, like, yeah. he was like her lawyer in texas and then she like dr phil yeah i think so oh yeah because he he's has a, a tv show about doctor. young dr phil called bull right 
And I think it's about a lawyer. lawyer. So he's like a doctor and a lawyer, but maybe both and maybe neither. Who knows? I think neither. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's anything. But he was like her, her beef counsel. Do you think that like Gwyneth wanted to be like, she's Oprah and then like Will Cole and Jen Freed and stuff are her, are her like Dr. Ava Phil Duvernay. and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's funny. Like Oprah, I mean, it's like Oprah was sort of mentored by this, uh, you know, this powerful black woman from a previous generation and now she's doing the same thing for Ava DuVernay. Yeah. And I think Gwyneth, yeah, wants to do that for like white people. I have no idea. I, I don't, well, who mentored her? Harvey Besides Weinstein? Harvey? Yeah. I mean, who was her mentor? Uh, her, Blythe Danner? I don't know. Emma Thompson? Who was like, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, she doesn't have that. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't really have that one. I mean, maybe Oprah. She wants it to be Oprah, but Oprah's like, mm. Every, oh. Everyone wants to be yeah, Oprah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, God, what balls on that woman, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, yeah. For even, for even well, asking. I and, mean, good for her for asking to get Oprah and for getting her. Oh, my God. And the joke. Yeah. Tell, she was, made this joke where Oprah's like talking about how nice her house is or something. And Gwyneth goes, I don't know. I think it's kind of a shithole. And then they both laugh and Yeah, laugh. in a very dry way. And then there's a pause and then they laugh. And it's like, I mean, I feel like that's... I'm sure Oprah was charmed by it because probably most people are like way too scared to make a joke like that to Oprah. I was scared listening to it. And then when they laughed, I was like, oh my God, these two powerful women. I was like, go, I just lost my mind. Yeah, it was, it was nerve wracking. But good for Gwyneth. I mean, she got her joke in. It was great. I mean, she got what she wanted. She said she, her wish list for her first guest was five letters long. Those letters were O-P-R-A-H. Wait, in the interview she said that? She said it in the article about the podcast. Uh. Anyway, I mean, obviously, if you guys have listened, you've probably listened to the Goop podcast. We, you know, the Goop podcast doesn't need any more uh, publicity because it's like number one on iTunes. But Um, it should be like more than one on iTunes. It should be like infinity. Yeah. Or negative one. I don't know. It's the very top. Yeah, infinity, whatever... Whatever, Whatever the close it, circle between infinity and absolute zero is. Yeah. It's like beyond numbers. <laughs> what this podcast is because, and just because of the guest and Gwyneth and Oprah together, electric. Oh my God. And if anyone thought that they clicked on the Goop podcast and clicked on ours by mistake, welcome. Welcome. We would We're love sorry. for you to stay. Please stay. Uh, you know, the rules, only five-star reviews. Yeah. Uh, we don't have the platform that Gwyneth has, so we're just um, a little barnacle- Clinging to the ship that is Goop and Oprah. Yeah. It's like what Gwyneth is to Oprah, we are to Goop. Sure. Yeah. It's like... I uh, mean, to be honest. Yeah. All right. Um, Well, okay. This was obviously our best. Yeah. Was there any other like second place best of note? Not even close. I mean, like there were things that I would have picked for my best in a normal week, like maybe... um, um, jeans, you know, Jean wrote about baths and stuff, which is like, yeah, that's I like it. Jean, I like baths, but I mean, I, it, but there's nothing that there's compare. nothing that, compares. yeah, I liked there, there was um, an interview with uh, Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie, oh, yeah, that, that was, was good. good about feminism. Yeah. I thought that was sort of cool. I bet she'll, she'll probably be, she'll on the probably be podcast a guest soon. too. Um, she seems like a cool author, yeah, uh, but yeah, there's nothing to compare. 
Um, so yeah, if you haven't listened to it, obviously stop this podcast right now. Listen to the Goop podcast and then come back. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, we also talked about that book. She loves, sorry, I have to just yeah, say yeah. one more thing. She loves that Eckhart Tolle book. Yeah. I she guess loves we should Eckhart read Tolle. It. I have read it. It's like, he's like a quack, right? Yeah, he's just another one of these people. He Why could just she... as easily be on... Um, on Goop. Yeah. What is the book called? The four, it's like something. No, 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 that's the other one. Oh. It's... um. He has two, The Power of Now right. and, like, something else. I guess I'll read it. It just, it is crazy to me how, like, the things that Oprah thinks are profound, when you read them, you're like, this is so, like, basic. And I know, but it all feels very profound to me. Yeah. And it's my, it's the closest thing to a religion I've ever sure. had. And that's what she's going for. It is, it is amazing. Yeah. I love her. Um, all right, what's, what's your worst? Oh, well, okay. My worst was actually this soul-searching through... Moab, what is it? Oh, Moab in um, Utah. It's yeah. like a, a a pretty canyon. <laughs> Sedona and Big Sur. Oh, interesting. And I mean, it was like this girl and she's just like, every time I get stressed out or like have something bad happen to me, I just go on a trip and by myself. And it's about how like brave she is that, that she's going great. soul searching and going on trips by herself. Yeah, no, it sounds totally great. I would love to do that every time my life takes a shit is to just like get in my car and go to somewhere like really beautiful and like go glamping, which she's like, I highly recommend you go glamping in this place. And it's like, you could, I, I, that's not brave that you took a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> like that's just like you were pissed and you went on a trip. Yeah, you drove. I mean, I understand, like I think, I mean, I don't know, but it seems like for a woman to travel by herself, there is like dangers that men don't have to experience. Like I would never feel uncomfortable traveling by myself. Uh, I would enjoy it. Like, but I, I could see, uh, um, yeah, there's just like uh, horrible things that could happen to you. Oh yeah, no, it's scary. Um, but I, I mean, I um, have traveled by myself a little bit and it's definitely scary. Yeah. Um, but I think going on like a five hour car trip by yourself to like Sedona, a luxurious like hotel isn't really yeah, no. like, I don't know. That's not really rough. She's no, it. yeah, Christiane Amanpour. She, no. Uh, she's no Malala. She's no Malala. going on a fucking she's trip. No and so I don't want to like have a big right. <laughs> to do about it. That being it. said, I've been to Big Sur. It's very pretty. I've, been, I've driven through Moab. It's pretty. I've never been to Sedona. That might I've come up been, later in the podcast. Actually. I want to go to Sedona, and because I think when you go to Sedona, you just do like yoga with crystals all the time yeah, uh, on like some mountain top or something. Uh, yeah, I think that is true. Um, my worst was, uh, oh god, um, oh there it is. <laughs> my worst was the morning routine. Of the entrepreneur slash mom slash actress Denise Vaz. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Vazzy? Vazzy? I didn't know where to put it, but it was mind blowing. It was mind numbing. Uh, so this woman, I guess, was an actress. I looked at her IMDb. She had like a couple of credits, but she was not. I don't think of it. She was, I think, a model more than she was an actress. Oh, okay. Because I did not know. I never, re- yeah, heard of and this woman. Her, I tried to sign up for his newsletter, but it wasn't even like live yet. Oh, funny. So, so I didn't do it. So she, I think she is one of these people that are looking up to Gwyneth as because yes. she is starting a like wellness brand. Basically, this a goop. A goop, but it's called Made Dot 
Co, but made is spelled M A E D dot Co. This is going to last tops one year. I mean, I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't figure out what she was talking about half the time. I was like, where does she live? Who is she? How do you say the name of this website? It's it's a horrible name. Uh, she seems like the most boring person. She's married. I looked. She's married to like a very successful um, music video director who's worked with like Lady Gaga and mm. Lana Del Rey. And actually, like does really cool music videos. Um, and then she has a three-year-old daughter named Lennox, which I'm just like oof. Oh, Lord. Um, and then her morning routine was just so. It was as if Goop gave her a template of like this is an example of someone who would do a morning routine, and she, then she just didn't change any of the answers. Well, but she had like she went on a care about coffee i mean her opinions about coffee were just so crazy and like coffee is so complicated sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad i have like this i you can't have yeah it too much i have a little coffee but if you feel like you need coffee you shouldn't have coffee it's a paragraph like, don't have coffee first thing in the morning have coffee later in the day but then she taught she has like three paragraphs on fucking goop glow right she, I, and i'm like you are not no one is drinking this much goop glow like, no one in the world is drinking goop glow. that said I do want to drink some. It Goop may Glow. make it. It may be oh. on my list somewhere. God, but this woman is just so boring. Like she goes. She obviously has like some protein bowl for breakfast, and then she says no meat. She's like, oh, I never eat, you know, gluten or sugar unless I'm in Paris. Yeah, Ta-da. no, that was another crazy thing. Like, it was like, oh, shut up. It was like we we're ovo vegetarians, yeah. but I sometimes. But when I'm in Paris, I go eighty twenty. Sometimes I do ten ninety. Like she's like breaking down like how she died, and I'm like, who? thinks like this yeah it's like she was trying to impress the goop audience by being like extra goopy but we can all see through it yeah but also i was impressed were you i was just like oh your life sounds so boring every day she drives her daughter to school and then goes to breakfast at a cafe and she takes meetings there i'm like what meetings are you going like just your made.co what a life is it mead? No, I think it's made because it's M-A-E-D and it's like, I'm making it. I don't know. Oh, and then she like shames people who take regular medicine at the end. She's like, I had a home birth and like oh, yeah. we're much more likely to be taking Chinese herbs and adaptogens than tackling a cold with Robitussin. Like, fuck you. Sometimes I need Robitussin. Sometimes I have a cold and I want to just like pass out instantly. Well, and Robitussin is great. You have symptoms and you want to take medicine that will like alleviate yeah. them because uh, this other stuff won't do that. And poor Lennox. If Lennox has a really bad cold, her mom's not going to give her medicine. She's going to have to eat that some kid's like vaccinated. Mo- yeah, me too. I would oof, highly doubt it. They did not skate that topic but i would mm. i would bet some money that that girl has not had all of her vaccinations don't tag us leave I, us alone this is allegedly this is a comedy podcast yes a comedy podcast <laughs> i just said i hope satire uh cool what um what was your craziest i can't believe that wasn't the craziest but there was a crazier one i know um well that was like i was thinking of that one as being crazy but i ended up choosing the toxic avenger as my craziest did you read that wait is that the one i'm thinking of? it's or? the one about like poison in oh your radium water. in your water yes yeah. that was the craziest so i like so there's they okay it was more crazy that they just decided that they're gonna have this new article called the toxic avenger where they have this woman write about things that are toxic in Nika water. Liba. Yeah. And she works for some weird, like, environmental lobbying I tried to figure out what this group I was. I couldn't tell what it was called. Like, e, what is it called? EWG, the Environmental Working Group. Yeah. And it seems like 
like they're the ones that came out with like the dirty dozen veg like which oh, really? vegetables and fruit to have organic and they talk a lot about like you know toxins and waters it seems like a little out there but also not totally crazy uh, and then but then there's all these other um organizations that are coming up against them like there's one called the American Council on Science and Health which I thought I was like oh that sounds like a a good and they they hate this group but they are a pro industry science nonprofit um that are that like has worked with the tobacco industry. industry yeah and like non-profit? Monsanto and stuff What's a pro industry nonprofit that doesn't make sense I don't know They're like a charity for business They I yeah they they're probably like connected to these companies and the companies probably donate to them as a nonprofit and they're probably helped on their taxes or something. But anyway, like mm. this this group that is working with Goop seems a little crazy, but then all the other groups that are working against them also seem really bad. So yeah. I just didn't know what to think about it. Well, I Googled it a little bit. I just looked at this like radium in the water yeah. thing and I found, um, all I could find was like one page on the like Illinois government website about it. And they were like, yeah, there's radium in water. Like it's just it's a naturally occurring like radioactive. It's an element on the isotrope. periodic table, like any other thing. Yeah, isotope. Isotope. Like the Springfield football team. Yes. Um, that uh, it, it's like in water, and it is. It has been linked to cancer, and like it can cause cancer in small doses. Um, but in way in, bigger in lar- doses, in large than are doses. In the water, yeah. but they're like technically because we don't know how small an amount is toxic or like can cause cancer. We say that no amount of it is safe, but it is in all the water. So they're right. Yeah. But I still think that it's crazy. I think it's yeah <laughs> because it's not um, like obviously the, everybody in the in America is not or the world is not dying of bone cancer. Like this is a naturally occurring and everyone's drinking this water. water. And obviously, as we've seen with Flint, Michigan, like. There, there is concern, that, like yeah. people that are really being poisoned by their water. Yeah, but and it's I, not like it's if you live in LA or if you have clean water that your government says is drinkable, then I think you're it's okay. Probably drinkable. Uh, and yet, like you can on this website, um, you can type in your zip code and it'll tell you exactly what's in your it water. It didn't work for me. Oh, really? I did uh, it on the phone though. Did you do it on? Oh computer? no, I just did it on the website. I put oh. in my zip code and then it, you know links you to the LA water, and then it has and it seemed like like some the levels were all sort of average i guess um but then it said like how do i you know purate my water or whatever and it just recommended a, a brita so it's like if you're really concerned use a brita use a and brita. i think you're good but you know what i decided i still have a my brita but i decided i'm not going to use it anymore because L- la water's better now even than four years ago when i moved here i think yeah. it's improved a lot because i just googled it they said it's as good as bottled water yeah and or like close to it or something and see this comedy podcast again that's not nudes i but I, I, now I'm like, is a Brita a scam? I think it's, I think it's a scam in the same way that organic fruit is a scam. Oh yeah, I don't buy, or, actually I do get organic yeah, in my I do box, too. but I, at the supermarket I don't. I think it's sort of like, it doesn't hurt, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually debating now. I think I am going to stop buying, I still want to get organic like meat and dairy just because regular meat and they treat the animals so badly but organic is but, the same thing like there's no like if you organic meat and dairy is it doesn't just mean they bullshit. treat them, yeah. i mean like they it's the same as organic like vegetables they can just get it's like whoever is like the biggest farm like wants yeah, to pay for it right. and like the no basically 
Unfortunately, if you really care about animal welfare, the only thing you can do is, is be vegan. vegan. Yeah. Um, but, like, there's really no like humane way to kill and eat an animal. I mean, if you just buy from like small farms and spend a million dollars, I think it's better. I mean, I've looked into it because I've like gone through like these guilt trip K holes yeah. where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start eating, and then I find this like weird farm in like California, like upstate or whatever California, which doesn't exist. Northern, Northern California. California. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I I'm a very Southern California person. I guess. Upstate, whatever. Upstate, whatever it is. Um, that have like. You know, they you can only get cheese from them like once a year and they like deliver yeah. it to you in a cheesecloth and it's, and it's like, like you, $60 a pound. Yeah. And yeah. it's like if you don't eat it that day, you'll die and like you might die anyway. And it's like whatever. And then I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. I'm, I'm part of the problem. I it's guess. tough, guys. It's just tough to be alive. I go in and out. Uh, but I am curious. This was crazy. I am very curious as to this. I guess this is going to be a regular column and goop, you know. Or like so all regular say. columns and goop. Yeah, I don't know. You know, once in a blue moon, but it's called the yeah Toxic Avenger. Yeah. And it's by a lady that works for this group that is very controversial, as all things are on goop. So, part of the course. It has to be controversial. But you know what? What she said, I think, was right. Like, I do think the stuff is in the water. I just don't think that you need to be too alarmed about your drinking water if you're drinking water. If you don't live in a place like Flint where it's like, you need to be, like, very alarmed about it yeah. and angry about it, you know? Yeah, I think disclosure is good. But it can go overboard into hysteria. So you, you just need to keep your wits about you and like and, and, and take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. And when I scrolled through, they have like all their press releases and stuff. It really read like that like scare tactic headline on the nightly news. Like there was this thing about like you may be feeding your baby arsenic and rice puffs and like yeah. just all this stuff that I mean, just the way that they write it is like to make you the most paranoid. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Um, what would you try? Okay. I just wrote going on a diet. (laughs) Okay. I've been like really off the charts this week. Me too. I ate last night, you know, it's the last weekend for Girl Scout cookies. And last night I went to Albertsons and I Venmoed the mom And I got two boxes and I got the new kind, not even ones that I wanted. It was just all they had left. And I ate half of a box of them Mm. last night by myself. I drank probably a bottle of wine. (laughs) I like, and that's like literally every day of my life. I just eat like as many cookies as I can fit in my mouth and drink as much alcohol as my liver will stand. And then I pass out. That's my life. And that's not good. We need to, let's, yeah, let's figure out a a diet to go on. Cause I, I, this week I was like stressed out early in the week. Um, and I just, I was just eating like M&M's and jelly beans and now I'm, I like, my body was craving vegetables. I just roasted a a shit ton of broccoli this morning and I ate some of it and it felt good. But, uh, yeah, I need to, I need a more regimented thing for a little while. Yeah. I want to do something. I want to do like a diet. Yeah. I don't think I want to do another fit girls guide right now because, um, I just did one in January and then I sort of fell off the wagon because I was like sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to do something, and Fit Girl's Guide is very, like, you know, about body acceptance and, like, not pushing yourself too hard and, like, being healthy. And, like, I'm looking for something more mm, dangerous and crazy. (laughs) Like a Tracy Anderson style. Like a Tracy Anderson style, really unhealthy choice. Uh, uh, If anyone watches Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, there's a new girl on it named Teddy Mellencamp, John Mellencamp's daughter, who's an accountability coach. And apparently if you sign up for her diet... 
for women, they recommend uh, between 350 and 500 calories a day. That will kill you. Yes. Is that, can you survive? No, not for very long. Um, so that long, might be one to look into if you want something dangerous. How long are you supposed to do that I think for? like two weeks, like until you fit into your bathing suit or whatever. It's like a quick fix You just thing. like starve yourself. You just starve yourself, yeah. But she looks good. Her arms. I, she lost 100 her pounds. Her shoulders. Yeah. She looks, but she looks like muscular. Yeah, she exercises a lot. Well. Um, um, I've been thinking about doing one of the detoxes. Whole 30? I always am thinking about doing it's a whole tough. 30. I, I sort of want to plunge in. but You do? I do, but I don't know that I can commit to it right now. But I I want to do it soon. The reason I don't want to do it is because I don't think it's healthy. And I feel like it's like designed it's to so me. expensive, too. It doesn't have to be. Just cut. You just yeah. eat fruit and vegetables and meat. I would just feel bad for my husband because like, I cook everything and I don't want him to have to go through. Well, he can eat potatoes. You know, you, oh, potatoes are oh, carbs yeah. you can have on it. Um, but... I think it's designed to make you um, afraid of food, yeah, which I think which is, is dangerous. Good. But I still want to do it. Yeah. We'll think about it. Well, yeah, if anyone has any uh, diet suggestions, um, hit us up on Instagram and, uh, and we'll, yeah, we'll take it under consideration. We'll think about Because right now, it. We're, I think we're both sort of floundering. We need a diet <laughs> yeah. and a strict one. Yeah. Oof, boy. Um, so the thing I would try, we already sort of, well, I have two that I would go to Sedona cause it looks, I mean, that lady is silly, there. but I do want to just like go to a weird place that has all these like vortexes mm-hmm. and like meditate and like, and, and commiserate with the aliens. I'm also, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast. I'm very into ancient aliens yeah, now. Brian like is like believes in like aliens or like, I guess I believe in them too. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I, I read, cause remember about a year ago we talked about on the podcast, there was like a goop article about um, disclosure and aliens and yes. they recommended one book specifically that I just finished reading. And it's just all these accounts of like military people and like scientists, like real, like not crazy people about their experiences with aliens. And then that got me into the show Ancient Aliens, which is insane, which also got me into the radio show Coast to Coast, which I do not believe in Coast to Coast. It is fucking lunacy, but it is very entertaining. And um, Sedona just seems like a place where I could maybe have a cool alien encounter. Brian. That's all I'm saying. Wow. So you've gone crazy. I've gone crazy. Absolutely. But it's fun. It's a fun <laughs> hobby. No, it is fine. And it is late fun. at night, you don't want to think of you. You know, you finish all your housewives. You don't want to watch something smart, and you just sort of drift off watching because those episodes of Ancient Aliens too are like. Because also, I don't have them on my DVR, so I have to watch all like the commercials on the History Channel app. So it takes like three hours to get through one episode, and they're you, three hours long. The first season, they were all like one hour and 44 minutes long without commercials. Why? Because I, I think they all started as like TV specials before it got oh, like a series yeah. order, but mm. they were so fucking long. So I promise you, you like be asleep before it. It's over. It's uh, it's great. Okay. Um, I actually, so th- I mean, I'm into a conspiracy theory. I mean, I'll go down that road yeah. with you. And all the people are so insane. Um, it's like goop. It's like goop for boys, honestly. <laughs> Because it's like it's goop for boys. It's like crazy people talking about crazy things, but it's like aliens and sciency. So, oh, I see. Yeah. So it's like you kind of believe in it, but you kind of think exactly. it's bullshit. Yeah. But you're like, oh, it's fun. But yeah, like I think it's more male. Like the UFO community is like more male oriented, and the goop community is more female oriented. Well, it definitely the. But it's the, the same personality profile. I think you think. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's dark. Um, what would you buy? Okay, I would buy maybe goop glow. Ooh. Yeah. You and that lady whose name Me I can't made, remember. Made.co. Made um, yeah, I don't know. I they just have been 
I've just read enough of those AM profiles where someone says that they drink it every morning that I'm like, I'll give it a shot. It just worked. You know, it works. If you read that every single week for four weeks, you will want to buy fucking goop. Oh, totally. I mean, that's why they that's why they do it. And it's so transparent. I read those every single week. Every week, some woman is like, I wake up and the first thing I do is drink goop glow. And I'm like, this is obviously bullshit. And now here I am thinking, damn, I want that. Yeah. Because I just want to wake up, shuffle to my kitchen, make myself a goop glow, shuffle back and like do my moisturizer routine. That's what they all say they do. It sounds nice. Every morning routine is exactly the same. We need, we do need to take another trip to the old uh, Country Mart to to see if we can try oh, out some maybe- of this stuff. They, maybe they have it there. Yeah, like is a, it like $50? Yeah, I wonder if they have like a single serving packet that you can uh, get. Probably don't. not. And if they do, it's like more yeah. than yeah. the <laughs> Um Oh, wait. I had one more quick thing I would try. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. The um, There was like one uh, article on like um, if you're sick, like recipes from around the world to oh, help yeah, you get yeah, better. Yeah. And they all look good. But the, um, the pomegranate soup from Iran mm. uh, by this cookbook author named Yasmin Khan, who wrote this, uh, I guess this Iranian cookbook called Saffron Tales. It sounds so good. So it's like that that soup. And also just, I want to like know more about Persian food and like cooking Iranian you food because it looks so too. good. Yeah. And I don't know anything about it. No, me neither. Um, but then the thing I would buy is was the Megan tries it from Monday, which was called the Room Mist Miracle. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, it was from Monday. So she, I guess her brother-in-law has like got a dog from the pound and she's like, I love the dog. Like the dog comes over and we cuddle. But the next morning, my couch, it smelled like wet dog. Oh, and I no. thought, do I have to ban him from my house? And then she <laughs> bought this $45 Room Mist. <laughs> Can I just say something really fast? How intense is Megan's family? They're all like, intense. The yeah. mother, and now she with the, it's her brother or her uh, brother-in-law? It is brother-in-law. Then it's like, which would mean like her brother, her sister, or she would, Either right? her sister's or husband her hu- or her husband's brother. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It's just like, oh, do I have to ban him from my house? I don't know, because ha- I don't like how much couch <laughs> smelled. And like, this family is just like very. It's yeah, very intense. Intense. But maybe, I think, honestly, Megan might be the intense one. Because we're she all, gets it from her we're mother, getting though. this from Megan's point of view. We are getting this yeah. from Megan's point of view. Um, but we all love Megan. We all love Megan's family. We think of them as our own family at this oh, point. Oh, I'm obsessed with Megan's family, and uh, her mother sounds like my grandma that I said I talked to, like oh. my Angela. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, so she decided not to ban her brother-in-law's dog named Frankie, who's an adorable hound pit bull mix, very cute. Um, but there's these room sprays that are by this company named Sandoval, which sounds great if you're a Vanderpump Rules fan. Tom Sandoval is like the only nice guy on the show, so you think of him. Um, <laughs> or maybe I'm just completely a lunatic. You got the housewives on the Ooh, brain today. Oh, boy, do I. Uh, guys, I was at Sir last night. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and so this, and the specific smell that she uses is called Captain. And Ooh. it, um, it uh smells like West Indies inspired lavender, patchouli, and spicy bay. And then there's like four other scents that sound good. What is spicy bay? Like a bay leaf. Oh, I thought like a bay. <laughs> yeah, like mm, that because it was bay. like spicy. Ew, yeah, that's bay which leaf. sounds like a yeah. gross, like stinky fisherman. Yeah, like, <laughs> Ooh, spicy bay. Pollution okay. in the spicy bay. Um, but yeah, these room spa- sprays sound great. They I do. sort of and also like I have two cats and I'm always uh paranoid when people come over that our house smells like cats yeah and so i'm like oh i should fucking get one of these i know me too because my dog like literally pisses and shits all over my apartment 24 hours a day and i burn a candle but then i'm like that smells like cheap shit i want this room spray i know 
Wait, well, how much is it? $45. But I bet it lasts a while. It's probably only like, not. It's only t- like twice as a... That's, that's actually the same price as like a nice candle. Yeah. And it probably lasts. So it's like investing in a candle. Um, yeah. I might... If we if they sell it at the old Country Mart, I might I might have to think about buying it. Wow, shelling out for room spray. God. Um, anything else? Oh, we got another review. <gasps> we got another review. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, all right. Da, 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 da. This was like, I mean, all of our we love all of our reviews. Yes. This review was like so well written. We were like, oh, she articulated. Our podcast better than we, we ever, ever have. have, and we've tried to explain it to so many people, and people are like, "What's yeah. your point of view on Goop?" And we're like, "Um, we don't know." So we, we're, we're just gonna memorize this review now and, and just say tell it. people, "Yeah, thank you so much." Um, it's by uh, Cassie Z, Cassie with a K, uh, and the title is "Best Goop Podcast Five Stars." Oh my god! And Cassie says, "Love Brian and Aggie." They take themselves and Goop seriously, but never too seriously. The episodes cover the Goop newsletters, videos, and content from the site, and naturally updates on their Goopy diets. Brian and Aggie's conversations always have me laughing out loud. I recommend this podcast if you enjoy Goop, but you also have a brain and a healthy dose of skepticism. I mean, that is perfectly worded. Thank you so much. Yeah, that (laughs) is literally what we've always thought this podcast was, but have never been able to say it. No, and now... We can memorize your words, and we will always uh, uh, give you credit for saying yeah. it. But we're going to—that's going to be our like printed on our business our cards pit, now. Yeah, we which have. we have, no. of course. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much for that five-star review. Uh, yeah, keep them coming. Please. I think. Um, yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, if you guys are new listeners because you're searching for the Real Goop podcast, you like this one too. Yes. Uh, try it out. You know, we love Gwyneth and Oprah and. and- yeah. We're just trying to have fun. Look, we're so, just people who are very interested in goop. Just like and you. So are you. Yeah. So stay, join us. We're glad to have you. Uh, we love you. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Resistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.